Hello, guys. Hi, well, <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Stage. My name is Oluani Femi. And I'm Emmanuel. How are you guys doing? Um, I think I'm in a good mood today. Uh, I don't know happened? why. Oh, I don't okay. know why. Um, but I think I'm happy. Okay, that makes one of you. One of you. <laughs> <laughs> are you not? Uh, you can see the measured way I, I introduced my name, but no problem, no problem. Okay, I hope you have good news today. Yeah, I think I think we do. I mean, mm. we recently re- uh, recently released our West Africa Decade Report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start of Decade Report. Yeah, you know. Um, so it, it, the report details like every activity that happened between 2010 to 2019, funding activities, the background of the founders, you know, stuff like that. And over the week, we released some um, write-ups about. Yeah. What you need to know about them. So, Emmanuel, can you tell us about? Um, okay, yeah. That? So, the report was very, very massive. So, I, uh, I focused on an area that was of interest. Uh, fintech companies uh, accounted for thirty-five percent of millionaire West African startups. So, millionaire West African startups are startups that have raised at least a million dollars between the period of twenty ten to twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the fintech sector had the most number of startups. That have raised a million dollars. So there's five percent of five percent of the startups. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. there was another one about yeah the background of the, the background of the founders. Yeah, uh, particularly interesting one. Uh, majority of uh, startup founders that went for a postgraduate mm-hmm. education, schooled in Harvard and MIT. In fact, was that really surprising? I mean, they are like the top tier universities in uh, the world. So it yeah, looks, just but sounds... these guys have raised the most funds. Mm-hmm. They raise the most funds. They are serial entrepreneurs and all that. And okay, so why are they going to the to the best of institutions or no? Well, that's they went to these schools to before. Be oh, okay, before startup the founders. Oh, yeah. interesting. So, so they are like wow. smart people. Oh, okay, they are smart Ivy people leagues. and they have they yeah they have the connections <laughs> from the Ivy Leagues and of course it's not just Harvard and MIT. Other top top schools are there and uh, you can check the reports. And see a lot more details. Like it's the amount we're training for there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and talking about founders too. Mm. So I, I I found out from the um reports that um the highest number of founders that raised uh, more than a million dollars yeah. in the past ten years in West Africa as serial entrepreneurs. That is, they founded more than one startup, one startup. Mm. in wow. their founding experience. I don't know, maybe it's experience. I don't know what caused it. It has to be experience. Yeah, I mean, the like, same Harvard MIT people. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yes, that. you can get more info about um, these founders. There are popular names there and there are other names that we profiled in the um, report. So, you can buy. And yes, um, Tej, what did you find out? Well, I mean, it's, this one is... I don't know if it's was well. I I think it's noteworthy because, I mean, like we know about foreign investors coming into Africa and investing in a lot of startups. Yeah. And so we think, you know, they're like, well, they're the major play, uh, investors in the sector in our market. Mm. But the funny thing is that we found out that after the US, like after US investors, Nigerian mm. investors were more. Wow. Than other um. Other countries, uh, other foreign investors, wow. and they participated in more deals than other foreign countries. So, mm. um, the US was like the number one, the Nigeria was second. You can find out the rest in the in the reports. Okay, so yeah. to get the reports, you can visit intelligence.techpoint.africa, mm. intelligence.techpoint.africa, then you can buy the abridged version and the full version uh, on the website. Yeah, so. It's, yeah. not, it's not that expensive. Yeah, it's not that expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's something cheap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So moving on. Um, 
talking about startups, right? Um, over the past two weeks, we've we heard about um, this agro um, crowdfunding platform, Thrive Greek. So for our listeners who don't know what Thrive Greek is or what they do, so they um, collect money from people to invest in farmers, mm. right? Yeah. And when like um, the when the returns come, they share it to their to the subscribers. They collected money, mm. money from rather. So um, over like they were, they they got founded in 2017. They went to Y Combinator, uh, venture capital, um, ventures platform backed them and all that. So for like the three years running, 2017 up um, to like early this year, they didn't have any issues, right? Mm. Any knows what the issues and all that. But like recently, people started complaining about. Um, them not paying them their money back yes. yeah investors subscribe subscribers and i mean like in may we, we re- interviewed the ceo and he said everything was fine and mm. they were communicating with the that was when that was in me not everything was fine he said covid affected their business right mm-hmm. yeah and he communicated with the subscribers but so right now came out that was september like five months later to say that this guy didn't communicate at all, though. Mm. They let because some of them reached out and said, "Okay, with this thing that happened, that happened in May, will it happen in September?" And Tribe was like, "No, it will happen. That they will pay the people in September and all that." But like, several people are rich now, and they can't pay them. So it's been a, like whole this thing. Uh, what is it called? Let's say war or something. Cause yeah, like, it's, it's caused much controversy. Controversy yeah, on on Twitter and everything. So they they gave them like a five day ultimatum. Um, early early this week, so I think it maybe expires on Friday. Like five don't year, five month, five day, five day. Five, yes. Yeah, so you take them to court and all that. So mm. it's and funny thing is, I mean, like on the on Thrive Agreed's website, mm. it said the money your capital is insured, yeah. right? Yo, when yeah. you invest so in what, there. what's their insurer saying? Well, yeah. <laughs> so they they got this thing. The, the, the insurance partner is Lidway Assurance, right? Oh, Lidway. Okay. So when I like checked the this the um, Lidway Assurance site. I saw that Little Assurance said they are not you, the subscribers' money is not what they are insuring. It's the farm they are insuring. Mm. Mm. So even if it's only if maybe there is an accident of the farm or the farm like uh, maybe fire. God, you know? God, so God, wait, yeah, what are they yeah. saying? Is it that there was nothing to insure? They are insuring. They are insuring the farm. Okay, so let's so say what, what is, you, is that, it is, that the crops did not grow or, or there was no planting season. Exactly, if something like that happens now. Mm. Yes, they can. They will not give the money back but to Tribe Agric. What Tribe is not saying now is there Did was no problem on the on the farm. No, like like there was no planting season. Exactly. So exactly. they didn't that plant. Was the so there was nothing exactly. to be sure. But that when all. when is the planting planting season starts? November, December, January, isn't it for the uh, some kind of No, no, it's not that there was no planting season. So what they are saying is that the COVID when COVID happened, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. The um the equipment or they were supposed to give to the farmers to mm. plant yeah arrived late so farmers could not really plant and those are planted supposed to plant. exactly so yeah you can see maybe the uh, planting season they passed it but for those that were able to plant Lidway cannot cover for those two you know that like the, first stage the farm is the second stage yeah so the farm is, is the, the only stage. thing so insured the, yeah, only the this, uh, middle thing the farm that is the insured thing so it's only if they planted with your money and uh, maybe um uh, they the, didn't give you returns. No, let's say like there was a, f- a fire incident or okay. low cost um, at the crops and all those mm. things. So that's when Lidwe is like saying they'll give you, you know, the money back. So, so Lidwe came out but, 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 but there, there was this thing like um, the, this thing started, this issue started before COVID. Exactly. But Tribe Agric is denying it. No. It, was, it was during COVID it started that they, they paid, you know, their subscribers in from January to about, um, about March. Yes. 
So it okay. was in April that everything started and decided defaulting in um, the payments. Because so, I asked um, Uka, mm, the CEO, this yeah. particular question, he said no, that he paid everybody from January up, up till March. Well, wow. just April decided defaulting. Okay, payments. so I have a particular question. They said the equipment they were supposed to give to the farmers. Mm-hmm. So is it that the equipment they had before could not do the work again? Because they've been existing in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. They've been planting. Yeah. So is it that the, equip- the previous equipment could not work again? Because I can understand that COVID, maybe the places they're yeah. importing it from, because COVID started earlier than it happened in Africa, I think December mm-hmm. last year. So maybe COVID caused a lot of things, right? But if it's the equipment, what happened to the equipment they had on ground before? Didn't they have an equipment on ground? Mm-hmm. If they wanted to do something new, and it could I mean, not, not work out of COVID. I get your, I get your point. Yeah. So he said, it's, like, it's not only the equipment. Let's see, um, not necessarily equipment. For example, okay. if you, um, for a poultry, for example, yeah, mm-hmm. you need to give them the the feeds and feeds. all that. Feeds yeah. and all drugs. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So That's those particular really things able. became very uh, difficult to get to get at that at that period. So it's I, not I about like what, tractor what, or anything. What caused this is communication. Yeah, communication because I, I don't think they're not building the full uh, story. When, when you yeah. build trust with your customers mm. and they're expecting communication at a point and they're not getting it, yeah, it's very raw easy for them to panic. Like seeing people when they asked if it was going to happen in September, I mean, you knew fully well that you guys will still be having about. this problem to the mm. end of well, the year. Just, we wish them, yeah. with them well. Yeah, we, yeah. We, it's, it's sad. It's very sad. I think we should still watch this space. There are some stories that are still there. Definitely. wish them well. So yeah, uh, moving on to um, other parts of Africa. Our brothers. Yeah, our <laughs> East African brothers. They've come again. And Emmanuel has more information for us. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's a political tussle between Kenya and the US. A potential tussle. So Kenya and the US want to uh, negotiate a very, very, very important deal. That we see them have a free trade agreement between themselves, the US and Kenya. They are negotiating a free trade agreement. Mm-hmm. But what the clause they are putting in the document, that the negotiation document, that is the US, the clause the US is putting in the negotiation document is that Kenya must not charge taxes <laughs> on digital products. So they just have to find a way to enter that. Yeah, yeah, to put yeah. That matter. Okay. So, and the data protection bill, which says, some certain amount of data, some certain kinds of data can only be transferred from inside Kenya. So if you are if you are a data controller, like you transfer large amounts of data that has to do with Kenya. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, very, very important cases, you will have to build a data center in Nairobi. That's so for international that. companies. Yeah, for international companies, wow. exactly. So the US the ones that clause eliminated. So for context, <laughs> Kenya wants to start charging digital taxes, like wants to start collecting digital taxes. From mm-hmm. Google, Facebook, From Google, the Facebook, likes. and the likes. Then even within the, within the country, if you have any startups, any online mm. store, you are going to be charging VAT for it and all that. Mm-hmm. So they're charging income tax from the big, big companies. They're charging VAT from the people doing the, the business, local, local guys. Startups. But Google, uh, the US says no, they don't want any of that in the even negotiation. The, VAT and um, the vast want, the local ones. So they yeah, they said they don't want taxes on ebooks. They don't want taxes on music. They don't want so you know they are not just talking about Google and you don't want taxes on software. So yeah, that's the language they used in the document. So there are a lot of things uh, going on in this space and the negotiation. It's if it's uh, it actually deserves a deeper story, you know. But we'll keep looking at it and a lot of things are going on and. 
frankly, I don't know who will give in. Kenya, I don't know who needs who more. So I'm wondering, is this, is this Kenya yeah. that's... Will, will Kenya be the first country that will propose oh, yeah, yeah. the digital bill? Yeah, why, why is US coming for them? No, there's not. They're coming for them. Which other country do they have these fridges? France, as they've imp- uh, they actually. No, no, I mean like the US. Do, do they have any free ad- agreements with any other African country? Any other African? No, this will be the first be African the first. country. They so it's not like they're coming for them. Kenya has a big, uh, what is it called? A proposition that affects their business. Mm-hmm. So they're okay. telling Kenya to remove that, so that I mean, to allow fluid. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Other con- Afri- I think other Af- African countries too. They want to. Um, tax, tax digital mm. products. If the US wants to have any free, free, tra- uh, free trade agreement with them, yeah. they will probably tell them to remove. Uh, the, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So stuff. we've seen the US react to these digital taxes before in France. When France imposed digital taxes on tech companies, okay. uh, the US administration yes, 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 by yes. imposing tariffs. And they, they removed it, right? Yeah, they removed it later. I think they resolved it. Exactly. They imposed tariffs on French products that were coming, coming to the US. This. So a lot of things could happen. So a lot of things could happen, right? So, but in Africa, these countries, they are not as technology developed as France. So, okay. And they don't have the economic pool that France mm. has. So the negotiation, uh, in my own opinion, this is this is just my own opinion, not based on fact. I feel Kenya might be bullied into submission. Of course. <laughs> so <laughs> Definitely. So that's that's about, that, the space is still interesting to be come and meet Nigeria for free trade agreement now. Right. <laughs> don't we need it? <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, moving on to uh, okay, our cultural story for today. WhatsApp uh, has something for us, as usual. This is still in the beta testing stage. <laughs> so um, WhatsApp wants to introduce a feature that allows you to mute um, notification, like for maybe for private chats or groups. It wants you to mute it forever. Always, so it's it's bringing so it's no an more eight weeks or one year. All those yes, like eight weeks, forever. one year. Uh, so now it will replace one year with always the option for one year with always. So you can mute it. You can mute any private That's good chat. News. Mm. Is it because I see I've I've not really been convinced about the use of using yes. the mute because I disabled um my WhatsApp notification on my phone. Every notification. Like for my phone, wow. I don't get notifications, so it doesn't change anything. <laughs> it doesn't change anything for, well, for a person like do, me. Okay, okay, all right, that's true. Yes, yeah, so I don't get any pop-up notification on my phone normally. But for people that get pop-up notification, you can just mute for some particular contact or mm. groups. And so I think it's just a milder way of keeping your sanity because if you want to take the stream, this thing you just block. <laughs> or leave a group. <laughs> that thing is not easy. Leaving a so group. So, in, in the wider context, like, what's the use of this? Uh, the future. The future. Yes, yeah, uh, what I'm trying to say now that for people that use pop-up notification, mm. you will not get any notification that you are getting a, uh, a know, message I, from know, this. Previously, it was person. one year that was the max. Mm. Mm-hmm. So after a year, you have you're to. Mute. If you are meeting forever, why not leave the group or delete the contact? That's my point. Or block the contact. For people that point. want to take extreme measures. Mm. You understand? Yeah. If, yes. For example, now WhatsApp, you can also mute um, status of the statuses, mm. contact statuses, but you can still see it if you want to go and check them later. Mm. So it's just for, just like Spoil a you mild, with choice. Yeah. Yes. Spoil me with choice. All right. Yes. All right. So hopefully it comes. And the, the, this is just one of the many, I don't want to say like a few features that are in the beta and testing stage so mm. hopefully they roll them out soon and, and people that want to enjoy it, it. Should roll WhatsApp in now 
WhatsApp that is not flying Brazil. It should fly. It should fly. It should fly. Hopefully, hopefully. I think that's that. So thanks, um, thanks for that, Femi. Mm. Yeah, uh, I think that's that for today. Mm. Emmanuel, where can we get our podcast? Okay, if you're listening to us for the first time or if you've been listening to us before, you can don't forget you can get our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get your podcast. Don't forget to drop a like, subscribe, review, and share with your friends and well-wishers, even your enemies, mm-hmm. like Nifemi will say. Very and of course, don't forget the, all the articles we discussed in this episode. You'll find them in the show notes. And uh, of course, don't forget to drop a feedback for us. Uh, our Twitter handle is techpoint.ng. That is techpoint.dot.ng. And of course, you can tweet with the hashtag techpointafricapodcast. So, Nifemi, any final words? Don't forget to buy our latest report, the West African Startup Decade Report. Yeah, very loaded. It, yes, very loaded. We discussed some few things during the podcast. There is a bridge version that is like... Yeah. less expensive i'm focused and on the topic you want to you're actually interested in i think yes yeah. yeah. so we can, there, we can borrow money to buy it too. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're happy to be here today so see you next week all right stay safe guys bye bye, bye. <laughs>